Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Chris Clark Podcast Show. I know it's been a long time. Um, been doing podcasts for a couple years now. We kind of took the year off, uh, you know, with everything hitting. Um, but we back now. Never, nevertheless, we are back. We are in full effect. Um, I'm just excited just to uh, be back. On the podcast show, doing it again. Um, was kind of iffy about doing it, but um, just got some encouragement, so I'm here. Uh, we got some. We're gonna have some special guests. We're gonna have some celebrity guests. We're gonna have some regular folk. We just. We're gonna have some interesting folk, um, and we might just have myself. I just might feel like talking about myself. But all that to say, uh, we got a great show for season two, show number one. I got the uh, beautiful. The uh, talented, the unstoppable uh, comedian K Mac as my first first guest. Um, just real excited about having her on here. But before we get started, we do want you guys that are listening to to follow me on on Facebook and Instagram at Chris Clark Comedy. Also, my website is at, uh, at chrisclarkcomedy.com. You guys can go in there, sign up for the newsletter, uh, follow me, uh, follow the show. Um, all the podcast shows are on there along with um, iTunes, um, we're on Google Play, we're on uh, Podbean if you can download that app, and um, we're working on getting on Spotify too, that's coming up real soon, and we also, um, you can watch the show and listen to the show on my YouTube channel, um, and that's also uh, comedian Chris Clark on there, but before we bring on K-Mac, let's go to our sponsorships. Our first sponsorship, that's right, y'all, we got a sponsorship. We're doing it real big. Um, is the Lord by Britt Nicole. All right, she's a makeup artist, an eyebrow technician, and a skin care specialist. You can contact her via social media at Allure underscore by Britt Nicole, and that's on Instagram. And if you're on Facebook, just type in Allure by Britt Nicole. And you can contact her. And also our second sponsorship is Clark's Custom Apparel. Uh, we do t-shirts, hoodie, whatever can be appareled. It's going to be appareled. Alright, so you guys can go to Facebook and Instagram at Clark's Custom Apparel. See, see some of the work that uh, we do. And uh, contact us for your apparel needs. Alright, now that we got all that out the way, let's bring on my special guest. Uh, she is... The 2019 comedian. That's right, comedian. That's female. Comedian of the year with church stars. She's a mother, a daughter, a TV host, and most importantly, she is, uh, she is a child of God. Put your hands together for comedian K. Merck. I'm so excited. What's up, K Mac? Hey. How you uh, uh how you be? That's how they say it. How been, how I'm doing, yo. I'm so blessed. Uh so blessed. Blessed so and highly favored. And highly favored. I'm blessed as. That's how they say it. Blessed <laughs> and highly favored. Ha. Yes, blessed and favored. So yes. what's going on with you? How how you doing? How you doing? Um, first of all, we we wanna we're gonna jump right in the, into the questions. Okay. Um uh one of the one of the questions I do want to start off asking you, um what you had for dinner this morning? <laughs> Today I mean. <laughs> I 
Well, I am a woman of my word, uh-huh. and I can't travel all around the country and talk about Chinese food and not dip into <laughs> it myself. Amen. 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 Uh, the Lord has blessed me. Amen. Cheyenne came to the house today. Okay. Yes, uh, y'all on first name basis, huh? Yes, we are. And uh, I had uh, some Chinese food. Now, don't tell my church, because we're supposed to be on the Daniel fast. Oh, Lord. <laughs> But I went to my bishop. I was like, I don't even know Daniel like that. So uh, I participate. You know what I mean? I asked him, can I do the Peter fast? You know, so I can deny it three times. Uh, <laughs> I said, because I got a birthday party coming up. You, know uh, I mean? you, like, you got to know the word to get that joke. <laughs> You, got, you know, you got people out there like, Peter, what Peter do? Peter, huh? who Peter? Let me look at my word, Peter. Yeah, Peter denied Christ three times. Yeah, you know, read it and you'll get it. <laughs> so, so um, first of all, I just want to say, um, before we get into the questions, I just want to say I'm excited to have you as my first guest. Um, I am extremely proud of you. Um, you know, I, I, had, I had front row seats to your journey thus far. And um, all I can say is, wow, and, and uh, you are blessed and highly favored. And I just want to put that out there before we get started. And for people that don't know, I'm going to put it in there in the beginning. Me and uh, comedian K-Mac are cousins, all right? We are first cousins. Her mama and my mama are sisters. Uh, my grandma has 17 kids. Uh, my mom was number 15. I believe her mom was number 13. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we come from a family uh, people who like to have sex, uh, point blank. Uh, it's a lot of kids. <laughs> it's a lot of kids. Uh, I think I believe Grandmom seen her sixth generation before she passed away. Uh, she passed away in 2010, 92 years old. So she lived a long, um, a long life. Um, but um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there so so people can for say the for yeah for the tabloids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, let's but, but you you've been an interim, instrumental portion part of my career, and I just respect you so much. It was very important for me, though, when I first started, uh-huh. not to tell people that we were cousins uh-huh. because <laughs> I didn't want it to look like I was getting preferential treatment because I was your cousin. Like I wanted to earn my way up. Oh uh, yeah, I get you know, it. Yeah, hard work. Yeah. And then it wasn't until one day you start mentioning it. I was like, oh, we telling people that? Yeah, hey, you, you got a name drop, you know? <laughs> hey, you I know. Was so, I was so hyped. I was like, oh, we're telling people. We're telling people we got oh. So every time, Marcus C. Wiley don't know me from a can of paint, but I swear every time I get in front of his face, I'm like, I'm Chris Clark Pleasant. He probably know me as this annoying fan to be like, yeah, somehow she related to Chris. Oh, uh, hey, <laughs> I, I use Marcus' name too. Um, uh, uh, shout out to Marcus D. Wiley out of Houston, the uh, Yolanda Adams Morning Show. Um, I was at um, I was at the Punchline in Philly, and um, uh, the headline comedian, uh, my Lisa Deke, was there. He's out of Houston mm-hmm. with Marcus, right. and. Um, you know, long story short, him and Marcus are boys. So after the show, I went up to Ali. I was like, yo, yeah, you know, uh, Marcus Wiley told me to holler at you. <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, Mark, yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. So long story short, you know, we exchange information. He let's say, you know, when I'm ever out in Houston, just to hit him up. And, uh, you know, he'll put that's me on, you know, the improv. So, 
yeah, name dropping is a good thing. You know, we got to do more name dropping in the uh, in the black community. Oh, I, I will. Because uh, it, it, it sometimes it does get us places that um, we may not thought we would be. Um, you know, unless you got a bad rep, then I'm not gonna name drop because yeah, uh, we don't we don't want that or need that negativity in our lives. <laughs> I don't speak that. I don't speak that at all. <laughs> all right. So my first question is, um, who is K Mac? Like, let people know who is K Mac. K Mac, I am a a mother, as you said, to a wonderful um, teenager. <laughs> I'm scratching my throat <laughs> on that one. Uh, to a beautiful teenage girl. Yes. I am an entrepreneur, which okay. I'm very excited about. Um, I am a hard, hard worker um, with a work ethic like no other. And um, definitely, you know, to all the churchy people, I'm a child of God, but that was, that's automatic. That's right, automatic right, at right, the beginning. I right. love the Lord with all of my heart. Amen. And so um, I love hard. That's mm. who I am. You know what I mean? If you just know me as K-Mac, I know you don't know me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. If you know, if you know me as Drina, Kadrina, <laughs> whatever, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, I love my family. I love my friends. I love very, very hard. So I try to be careful who I allow into my circle. Yeah. I think Jonathan McReynolds said it. He said, um, we should be, um, viewed uh but not touched mm. right which means you know not not in a being in a casket type of sense right. or whatever but almost like the mona lisa being up there yeah. and how it's so priceless that you only can get so close mm. because of its value you're able to see its beauty but not everybody is allowed to touch it mm. i like that and it's because you know the transfer of spirits and the anointing that's that's over a life so i know god has his hand on my life right and i know that i'm on assignment i know my purpose which is great so i just try to walk in it and mm -hmm. be a blessing to people everywhere i go yeah so that's that's me that's my heart and, and, and i want to add to that um you are very um I, I don't think i ever told you this but i definitely watch and see you you are um, very encouraging and very supportive. Um, you know, I, I, I see you on social media and I know that's not a front because I see you in real life. You do it where you, you are a servant. You serve, not, not saying that in a negative sense, but, um, when things need to be done, you're there. You're the first one on the line. Hey, uh, you know, you need help, especially with a lot of people in our circle. Um, you know, in the tri-state area that we work with, you know, you may not be on the show. Um, but you're there supporting, you're buying tickets, you're bringing people, you're promoting, um, and you do it with everybody. And, and, and that is very, uh, rare, um, nowadays. So, um, you know, trust me, people are noticing, um, and people are saying nice things about it, about you, um, because it is a blessing. You know, you don't find too many people that, that will support you. And I know you have supported me, um, you know, with, with, with my, 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 um, custom apparel business, um, getting me on shows, um, and just mentioning, you know, hyping me up, you know, um, a lot of times I don't, I don't like hyping myself up, but I can always count on, on K Mac to hype me up. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw that out there. You are very supportive. You're a great friend. You're a great cousin. 
Um, you're very supportive, I, and I appreciate you. If nobody else say that, I appreciate you for that. Don't make me cry. <laughs> on the no, I, I mean that—that that was the 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 uh the the serious okay. part of the show because uh you know we gonna get into some other stuff. But I did I do want to tell I did want to tell you that because I do appreciate it, and I don't want you to stop because I know a lot of times um people like that because I'm like that too, um and, and you know we get discouraged because sometimes. You know, we don't feel the love, but we give it and we expect people to be like us. And, and when they're not, you know, we get discouraged. You, we may not want to do no more, but God see it. And, and trust me, other people true. do see that. So that is um, so true because I, yeah. I was basically um, in a time, you know, that I, you know, when you try to live right, it seemed like that's when things get a little hard. Yeah. Right? When, yep. you, when you try to do things that other people don't do. Mm-hmm. You try to have a standard, right? Yep. So then it looked like the blessings is going over there. Yeah. But then <laughs> go, you stagnate, going to the hypocrites. Right? <laughs> and, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not a jealous type of person at all right. by any means. But, you know, when somebody gets blessed, I might tap them and be like, oh, congratulations. I got next. Yeah. You know, I'll say yeah. something like that. You know, yeah. like, I got next. Amen. Yep. I'm so happy for you, but I got next, right? And so I had to go to the Lord with it, though. I was like, Lord, mm-hmm. why Keisha over there get to be sinning and stuff? <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to do right, Lord. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm tithing and uh, praying. You Lord. <laughs> Living right. Lord. Come on, Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> Release them stimulus checks, me. Jesus. <laughs> I said, Lord. You know, I said, why? Why, though? Why right. the lessons going over there and... You know, I'm trying to do right. And then he just told me, he said, because that's all they have to look forward to. Mm. He said, your reward is in heaven. Mm. And so if you just delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Right. You know what I mean? So not, I don't look for, um, a pre, I don't look for recognition here on earth. It's good when you get it. Yeah. It's yeah. good to be appreciated. But I'm looking for when I go up, mm-hmm. what will mean the most to me is when it says, you know, well done, that good, good and faithful, faithful servant. Exactly. If I, I got to hear that. Yeah. I got to hear that. Got I got to <laughs> do right to yeah. try to hear that. Even if I don't get another word down here, I'm not doing it down here. Right. We are a representation of him. Right. And so that's, that's, that's my goal, man. Yeah. And you got to approach stuff like that nowadays. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not doing it, you know, for, for y'all down here. I'm doing it for my reward up in heaven. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the next question. Um, we know you're classified as, um, a clean comedian, Christian comedian. So, um, why clean comedy? Like, why do clean comedy? I know, um, you know, a lot of, uh, female comedians are, um, quote unquote secular. Um, and those are the main comedians that are getting the movie deals, the TV shows, you know, all the big projects. Um, so there's not too many clean comedians, um, especially female comedians out there. So, um, we know you, you know, we know you're a child of God. So, um, other than that, why clean comedy? Why do clean comedy? Yeah. I don't think I had a choice. Uh, (laughs) The way... I'm 41 years old and I'm still afraid to get I'm going to get a whooping uh, <laughs> it's the fear of God 
listen, my mom don't play that, okay? Mm-mm, at all. And so, therefore, um, <laughs> and it was important for me, though, um, to, to have a standard for my daughter. Mm. So, you know, raising her, um, it was important for me to just show her that um, you can have a career and still be clean. Like, you don't have to go that way. And I'm not knocking anyone who has branded themselves in that way. Right. But I just right. wanted to just show her that you can be, you can continue to have a standard. You can live for God, but still make people laugh at the same time. Why you got, why you can't be saved and still have a good time. Mm-hmm. So even though I do clean comedy, I happen to be a Christian, but I can hold myself, I can hold my own on any comedy show that I go to, even right. if I go to a secular event. Yeah. Matter of fact, sometimes I tell people, don't even tell them that I'm a clean comedian. Yeah. Just let yep. them figure out that I'm telling you jokes and I didn't cuss the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they'll figure it out, but you laughing just as hard as you did for somebody over there. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, um, and it, and it opens the door to so much. And people, you know, they come to you at the end of the show, man, I really respect what you're doing. I really yeah. respect that. You know what I mean? So, and and I didn't know it was a hard thing to do. That's the crazy part. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't know it was labeled I'm as like, a uh, Yeah. I said, I said, just don't cuss. And it, it, I said, act like you talking in front of your parents. And they're like, yeah, but my mom cussed too. I was like, oh, um, uh, yeah. grandma, uh, she cussed too. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that was, that was me as well because, um, I remember I had a few comedians uh, throughout my career come up like, yo, man, how you keep it clean for so long? Like, I th- I remember one show I did like an hour and 20 minutes. And he was like, yo, man, you ain't, you ain't talk dirty. Ain't how you, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not a cusser. That's not the way I talk anyway. Right. Um, so, but, um, I know it was a few times <laughs> that I, uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to the dark side. I remember one in particular to time. <laughs> I remember one amputee, but here's the thing, uh, Drina, that I don't think a lot of people know. I never branded myself as a Christian comedian. It just got stuck with me as I went because my first year, year and a half, I don't know if you know it. Like I was in the comedy clubs. Like I, I was in the laugh house, um, um, helium, um, you know, different comedy clubs up and down the East Coast, um, you know, in, from in D.C. I was doing, um, you know, comedy clubs, you know, secular shows. And um, and, and and it got to the point where uh, Buddy Love was putting me on shows with him. And Buddy was doing church shows. And then we did the Kings of Christian Comedy. So after the Kings of Christian to- Comedy tour, we kind of... Um, it just kind of like branded on me. And then after that, everybody, oh, Christian comedian Chris Clark, oh, Christian comedian Chris Clark. So it kind of went, so I kind of, you know, went with it. And then, um, a lot of, then a lot of people start, uh, that seen me from the shows, like, they start calling me the king of Christian comedy. Like, that's something I never put on myself. And wow. some comedians, wow. um, I ain't gonna mention no names. I, I got some some nasty phone calls. Oh, how you gonna call yourself the king? You only been doing it for such and such years, and you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yo, I ain't never called myself the king. They did. Right. Right. <laughs> so you know, but I took it as a um, a branding opportunity, and it opened up more doors for me. But um, 
Yeah, but like you said, you you see, I see people do that because I, you know, I don't know if you know Yvonne Orgy. Um, yes, from um, Issa Rae show. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. me and her are good friends. Really? She used, as matter of fact, she used to open up for me. <laughs> she used to open up for me. I actually have a DVD of me, her, and the late Joe Rucker on the same show in New York. It was um, Joe Rucker uh, headline. As a matter of fact, this particular show was the first time me and Joe actually met each other. Um, and Charles Kane um, told from Joe DC. Rucker, yeah, from DC, he told Joe Rucker to get uh, myself and um, Yvonne on the show. And then once I seen Yvonne, you know, got on uh, Insecure on HBO, right, yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, I ain't going to get noticed in the church, man. I got to hit these clubs up. I might have to, you know, throw a four-letter word out there, you know. <laughs> 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 I had to throw it out there. And, and Dream, I kid you not, I was getting ready to do it. I was at the comedy club. I was at Helium Comedy Club in Philly. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm about to do it. You know, I'm about, you know. I had it all written out in my sets and everything, new jokes. But you know what I mean, about to hit them. Why when I get there, people in the audience, oh, that's Chris Clark. Yo, man, you was at my church a couple weeks ago, man. You killed it, man. I'm like, oh, okay, God, I see what you did. I see, oh, okay, checkmate. <laughs> so you know, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't cuss, and it was. I want to say that's probably one of my best shows. I got a standing wow. ovation in a comedy club. I was the only clean comedian there. Got a That's standing cool. ovation, and it was it was beautiful. The, uh, the um, club owner came to me at the end, was booked me for more shows and everything. So, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's why I do clean comedy now. Yeah, but. <laughs> like I said, you know, we really do have a special blessing over our family because yeah. um, our grandfather prayed too hard mm-hmm. over his children and over his gen- the generation and stuff. Oh yeah. So we ain't got no choice. Yeah. We really don't. <laughs> we we got to serve God or you got to We got to serve God all the time, man. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we fall off, we get right is. back, you know, ain't nothing, ain't nothing. <laughs> got to. You got to live right. Holiness is still right. It's still right. You tried to go left. But I know. Right. Tried to do it. It ain't look right, but. God said, ah, ah, because if you do it, you ain't going to stop. So, no. Because <laughs> there ain't no telling what would have happened if I would have started cussing. They would have they liked it. I, mm-hmm. I'd have been an embarrassment to the Mac family. <laughs> yeah, but, well, you have to give them a little money. They would have been I all right. I get a couple hundred out. <laughs> but listen, um, where does your comedy come from? Like, what it, what inspires your comedy? Um. Okay, so I try my best to talk about issues that I deal with Mm -hmm. internally. I think that that helps from plagiarizing and, you know, as much as possible. Because I have a joke that I've reached out to comedians. Hey, can I use that? I even bought a joke, Mm. you know, uh, when I first started, only to find out that the comedian, it wasn't even his joke. But he took my money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Take your money and ain't his joke. Oh my hey, god! Hey, hey. Let me tell you who clowned me for it. Hamburger, um, comedian Hamburger. Oh, he shout out to Hamburger. Hamburger. You know what I mean? <laughs> great mentor, great friend, and he clowned me. 
he he even three ways somebody else to tell uh, him what I did because he was I think I remember so that. Wasn't it oh, wasn't it me, you and Buddy when you told him that or something? Me, you, Buddy, and time. Hamburger? Uh, he done did it multiple times. Oh, okay, because so. I remember him clowning you on a show with yes. me, you, and Buddy, got, and Hamburger. I got yeah. clowned like a must. <laughs> I did. But so, therefore, uh, my inspiration, I think, is just life. Mm. Um, my life is funny. <laughs> I go through different scenarios that is traumatizing to me. Yeah. But then when I tell the story, it just so happened to make other people laugh. And so I'm like, oh, that's funny to you, huh? It wasn't funny it, at the time. It wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> you know, so I really do talk about my life. And, and I think that it's amazing that a lot of times when you feel like you're going through something by yourself mm-hmm. and you share it on stage, um, other people can relate to what you're going through and you don't feel so much by yourself. It's very yeah. therapeutic to be on stage talking about your problems. Ain't right. that something? So it's like a free therapist. It is. <laughs> that I don't have to pay for. I just tell my business on each show or whatever. But then my mom was always like, make sure you give God the glory on every show. Yeah. And that you make sure you, you use the opportunity to let people know that Jesus loves them. Yeah. So that's why, you know, uh, I get clowned for it too. But every show that I do, I open up and let people know that Jesus loves them. Yeah. You know, in case they haven't heard it in a while. And right. I don't know if they'll ever hear it again. You but- you know who else does that? And I thought it was weird. Not not really that. Um, he got, he always used to, and you might know when I say it, he, he always got, when he first got up, he went up there and got on his knees and prayed. You know what I'm talking about? He's not yeah. he's not around here no more. He actually moved moved down south. Rob Miner. Rob, okay, yeah. <laughs> Rob Miner, yeah. He every show he used to when they called his name, he walk up there, he get on his knees, pray quick prayer, and then he get up and start the show. And I'm just like and man, you got cause I always pray before I get up there. Cause I'm like when they call my name it's showtime. Um, not knocking anybody, but I was like, yo, why you always praying when you get up there? Like, is it a show or you, you really, that's what you do. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but it really has opened the door for me. It, it has allowed me to be able to pray with people at the end of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll just come and tell me their business, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's, because outside of comedy, I know my purpose and yeah. I'm an intercessor. Right. So that's what I do is I pray. And mm. so I don't mind praying with you, um, at the end of a show. I don't mind praying, praying with you when you try to book me. Yeah. We can pray. What are you going to do? I'm going to send this money on time. It's not send a this problem. deposit, Amen. Jesus. That's it. You yeah. know, so I really think, um, now it has become a staple. Mm. Now people are are used to it. That's what you're known for. That's your uh, yeah. And I I don't mind that. I don't mind being known for that. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad thing to be known. The the praying comedian K Mac. Come on, (laughs) the comedian with the big heart who gets the big laugh. That's my little tagline right now. Look at me. (laughs) Yeah. I saw. I I like. I um. I remember because I dropped. The king of Christian kind, like I don't like to be called that no more. Like it worked at the time, but I don't like to be called that no more. Just, just Chris Clark, <laughs> just, just Chris Clark. Because I think I got a lot going on. Like some people that book me in the pre, they still do it. 
But um, yeah, I, I'm not big on the title. I'm just like, yeah, just call me Chris Clark because you know I got the playwrights and acting and all that. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. I'm, I'm just Chris Clark, you know. They're like, nah, your resume long, brother. Your resume long. I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you throw know, one or like, two like in I there said, if you want. If you do it, that's fine. If you do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not going to do it. Like, but yeah, I ain't gonna do I'm that. Chris Clark, clean the kitchen comedy. Yeah, I don't want Michael that. Jordan yeah. doesn't have to walk around and be like, I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the right? best. You don't have to say a word. Yeah. You just do oh, what yeah, you, you do. You do it. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah, I ain't saying nothing, but you can say it again if you want to. Yeah. Put my, <laughs> put my cash app out there too. See, see how that works. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, what's that's up. That's what's up. Um, so, uh, moving along, let's talk about, um, internet comedians. That's what I want to talk to you about that. See, you get your take. Um, I talked to some other comedians. Everybody have their own different perspective about the internet comedians. Um, and, and before before you answer, I, I just want to want to kind of say what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of the internet comedians, not all, but a lot of them. Um, and for people that's listening, they don't know what an internet comedian is. Internet comedian is are, are people that make you laugh over the internet, over social media. Um, they might put up funny videos or things like that, and people classify them as comedians, which they are, but. Um, some people get confused between internet comedians and stand-up comedians because sometimes internet comedians get booked for stand-up and they're not stand-up comedians. They're just internet comedians. And, um, you know, it's a few people, um, they big time now. I'm not going to throw out no names, but, um, they started off as internet comedians and they got booked a lot of money for, um, to do stand-up comedy shows um sold out um and they weren't good they weren't they were not um what people was expecting so um that's what i mean as far as internet comedians like how do you feel about them um kind of um taking the stand-up role when they're not really stand-up comedians that's what i mean when I say, how do you feel about? Um, oh, okay. So I, I'm mad at them for for trying <laughs> to do it. To yeah. me, um, internet comedians are uh, geniuses, right? Mm, yeah. Because they, they did it first before yeah. the pandemic, right? Right. They found a way to uh, get a large audience, mm-hmm. right, without even leaving their home. Right. And then all of a sudden, all the people who talked about them prior to the pandemic, now all of a sudden, we trying to do exactly <laughs> yeah. what they've already done. Yeah. yeah. You see what I mean? Now we're stepping over into their territory. Yeah. And now they're probably looking like, well, huh? Now you're trying to come over to the, to the internet side, yeah. right? I, I have, and I'm not going to lie, um, a lot of talented stand-up comedians aren't great actors. There's there's very few that are are unbelievable um, unbelievable actors. I mean, you know, you got your Eddie Murphys and your Martin Lawrence, and um, you know, your Dave Chappelle's and and uh, things like that. But I've seen some of these comedians that we've worked with, and you know, some um, B listers, um, comedians out there that you know are trying to do the internet stuff and trying to 
do videos and it's garbage. <laughs> you know, it's, it's garbage. Um, yeah, so, so I, I keep going. I just want to throw that. I mean, to me, you know, if you've perfected a lane on the internet side and it's good, stay in your lane. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If you're, if you believe you're good enough to come over to the stage or maybe you started on the stage and nobody knew. So you tried the internet side. Now you're coming back to the stage because right. now you have an audience. That's, I'm not mad at anybody for trying to make more money right. and trying to increase their platform. If that works for you, I don't have a word to say about it because I don't pay none of your bills. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything for you. You know what I mean? Right. All I want to do is if I ever was blessed to for something to go viral or something like that, I do want to be able to reach across, reach down, pull somebody up right. with me and right. help somebody else. So if you know you're an internet comedian, but you want to go over to the platform, help somebody that's on the stand-up stage who is good mm-hmm. help you, help them get their shine too with your platform. You know what I mean? And be yeah. known as that person or something like that. That That's all I can really think of with it. Be responsible with the new audience that you've obtained and you know yeah because that's, that's it <clears throat> yeah it's um you know my my take on it is um it is comedian internet comedians that that became internet comedians and tried to do stand up um there are um some that put in the work like they went in the yeah. trenches um open mics cuz they wanted to get better they was getting booked for shows and um you know, I, I do, I create content. I'm a content creator myself. So, and I'm, I'm like best of both worlds. So I know I can do stand up and I can do, you know, the internet. I can put stuff together only because I have a, uh, theater acting background, um, which a lot of stand up comedians don't. I actually started off acting before I became a stand up comedian. Um, so that's, the, but that's where my respect for them comes. When you go down in the trenches, like, you know, we all started with the free shows, the, the $25 shows, the $50 shows, um, the, 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 I'm gonna pay you to hold on right there, the, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get you later. You know, we, we all did that. You know what I mean? Um, but a lot of these internet comedians that are getting booked for shows, um, they getting tens of thousands of dollars, um, right off the bat and, you know, they're not good, but nowadays people ain't booking you for for being good. They just yeah. want to book you because you got a following. That's you know, it. It's if all you, about yeah. it's a numbers game. It's been yeah. a number game. Oh you yeah, you can watch the Tonight Show. I watch Jimmy Fallon like every night, and he'll have a, a comedian on there, and I'm looking like I haven't laughed one time. Exactly, I'm like that I person is not because <laughs> you got to understand that talent is only twenty percent, mm-hmm. but the business is eighty percent. Yeah, if you business is not together it it don't matter kind of what your talent is people have the stupidest talent but exactly. their business is on point exactly. and that's what millionaires gives them their marketing <laughs> their marketing strategy they got a marketing plan they got a team yeah how much effort have you put into the business right because i'm still trying to figure out what kim kardashian does <laughs> now, I mean, I I know how she got in the business. I know how she got it to me. I was just thinking about that. That's genius. Yeah. Okay. You I mean, I wouldn't it. go that route, but you know, I, do listen, you? <laughs> one Peter Wink. Yeah. Made you a millionaire. Yeah, exactly. One Peter Wink made me a mother. Okay, so I'm. <laughs> 
made me a okay. daddy three times. <laughs> okay, and I'm just like, um, I didn't have a marketing team. Yeah. If I would have had a, a strategic yeah. plan. Like her, her mom is a marketing genius from what, I, yes. from what I'm told. Like Come her on. mom, uh, Chris Jenner is a, a marketing genius. Man. That you were supposed, that you took a, a incident yeah. that was supposed to be tragic for yeah, you. Yeah, supposed to be your downfall, yeah. off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that'll preach. I dare somebody to <laughs> preach that message. Pass the love offer can do it. Pass the love offer. Come on now. Can I shout about it? It's all about the Peter Wing. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, but like, I, I, I do respect the internet comedians. Um, like you said, get your money. Um, you know, whatever you can do. Cause I, I know a lot of, Stand up comedians like, man, oh man, they, 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 they frauds, man. They, and I'm just like, nah, it's different forms of comedy. Like, I know as soon as you hear a comedian, oh, you automatically think of stand up. But there is different types of comedy. You know, you got, because, um, like me, I started off as a comedic actor. Like, people was calling me a comedian before I was a comedian because I was a comedic actor. I was funny in plays and, and stuff that I, I did, um, skits and stuff. Um, before I actually became a stand-up comedian. Um, but like you said, but, um, you know, if you're going to get into the stand-up, do the work. You know, don't go out there, take somebody's money and you get out there and you ain't got no set. You, you think you just going to go do what you did, uh, on the video. <laughs> like, nah, because bro. Because the difference is <laughs> when you're on stage, I can't stop it. Yeah. And drag it and paste it together it. <laughs> for you to see exactly what I want you to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the beauty of behind the scenes. If I mess up, I can cut it out, yeah. edit and paste it, cut or and do paste it. Again. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And on stage, you don't have to, the beauty of doing that right. or whatever. But, um, yeah, make your money. I'm, I'm not mad at them at all. I mean, Mm-mm. and to anybody who is jealous of, uh, or they say, I'm not jealous, but I'm said da da. All this stuff, there's different lanes. What is your lane? You know what I mean? To me, I think if I had to classify myself, what type of comedian am I? I think I'm a storyteller. Because I I have to draw you in with a story. And and then hit hit you at the end with the punchline. Everybody can't do that. Some some people are one and done. You know, punchers. Some people are very dramatic. I I don't have enough energy to be dramatic. Some people are situational comedians. Yeah, you know. Um, so there's the, and then now we have this new lane of internet comedians, which is everybody is at this point. Yeah. Cause you can't go nowhere. <laughs> you got no choice. <laughs> you got no choice. Yeah. So to me, like I said, they're geniuses because you were doing something before the pandemic even started. And therefore right. we trying to figure it out and you've already mastered it. Right. Over there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Outside didn't just open up. Outside been there. Mm-hmm. But they created, uh, opened, a, created and opened a new lane. Right. And instead of us pre- appreciating it and trying to move over and learn that skill, mm-hmm. we trying to drive, oh, you taking away my money? No. Sharpen your, sharpen your skill. Yeah. Get yeah. better and do what you have to do. To me, I love comedy because it's suggestive. Right. Everybody who is for KMAC who loves my comedy may not love your comedy. Everybody exactly. who may loves your comedy may not like my comedy, mm-hmm. but that's okay. My audience is my audience right. and I will reach who I'm supposed to reach. Exactly. And that's it. Exactly. 
Um, you said something when you was talking a little little earlier about um reaching back. Like you want when you get to that level, reach back. Um what do you think about comedians that um like you re- you help along the way, regardless whether you supported them, um, you got them on some shows, blah blah blah. But and then when they're in a position to do the same for you, they don't. Like, how do you feel about that? Hmm. I, um, that's a great question, first of all. Uh, I probably don't think about it because I'm probably too busy with other things. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I help or when I do something, I really don't do tit for tat. Right. Okay. If I see an opportunity, um, that may be a good fit for somebody that I've met or maybe I heard you or I feel like you should have a little bit more exposure than what you're having. Yes, I I refer. I'm a great referrer, you know, for people to get their money. I don't ask for a percentage of nothing. Mm-hmm. I say call this person directly, ask for their fee. I let you handle your business, you know, and do what you need to do. Um, if you don't call <clears throat> me for a show, I'm not looking at you anyway because – God always takes care of me. Yeah. Um, whether I get a show from you or not, I get right. most of my shows from word of mouth through the clientele, through yeah. the actual audience, mm-hmm. and not from other comedians. If I had to wait on other comedians, I probably would have about five or six shows a year. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't you think I would mean? have none. Maybe the ones you you asked me for, but... You know what I mean? So, (laughs) uh, I, you know, and I do have some great comedian friends. So when I'm thought about, I'm very grateful and I'm very humble Mm -hmm. when I'm asked to do something. I don't take it for granted at all. I'm like, thank you for thinking about me for this opportunity. And I try to do right by people. If you refer me to something, I make sure, you know, that I don't embarrass your name. Right. You know, when I be on time and I have a good work ethic. And that's why, you know, I believe that people do call me back because I was a great representation for their show or for what they was trying to do. But if another comedian doesn't call me back after I've referred them to a show, I really don't take it to heart, um, mainly because um, I I stay busy Mm. and I'm I'm probably not thinking about it. But, you know, what's for me will come my way. And that's all I want. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I, I have been in positions where I got, um, salty a little bit, not to the point where I blasted somebody, you know, I always mm-hmm. kept it to myself, like, eh, you know, God got something better for me. Um, because there's been not, not mainly shows, you know, other comedians or whatever put me on shows, but it was like opportunities, like like yeah. something big um, where they may got a contact because my thing is just give me the opportunity I'll take care of the rest you know what I mean like I don't need you to big me up I don't need you to you know oh this guy blah 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 no just look I got a comedian let him work boom I take care of the rest my my talent uh, gifts speak for itself um, yeah. but I have got salty where as if um, like. Just throwing a scenario out there, like if Russell Russell Simmons called you to do Def Comedy Jam, um, K Mac, look, I want you on a new Def Comedy Jam. We doing um, bring like four comedians with you, 
and um, you ain't called me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, tag, oh, word. Like, you know what I mean? Which is like, then it's like you think, you like, okay, well, maybe, you know, all right, them his favorite comedians he picked. But if you get another opportunity to bring more comedians, like, you still don't call me? Like, it's an ongoing thing. Because I get it. I've been in that position where I done got told off <laughs> by other comedians. Man, you ain't call me. I'm like, but it's comedians that ain't never did nothing for me. You know what I mean? Man, you ain't called me. Y'all ain't touching, touching, touching. Y'all done did this and this. And y'all ain't, you ain't, like, look, bro, this is, this is who I called at the time, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you keep talking smack. I ain't gonna never call you. <laughs> you know? What and I mean? I've seen it where people had a, um, a certain budget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People had a certain, but I've been in that situation, yeah. right? Where I might have had a low budget. And I you was know? like, Dad, who can I call to do a show for 150 without being offensive? Right. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and, and I, I, I get that because me, you know, promoting shows and doing all that stuff, like now my thinking is different because before I used to get started, you can ask my wife, I used to get like, oh man, I ain't doing nothing else. But now I'm thinking like, oh, well, maybe, like you said, maybe they had a budget and yeah. they didn't want to call me. Cause, um, it's been comedians, like, I, comedians, I ain't even get mad over. They were like, yo, yo, Chris, man, I was gonna call you, but they ain't, they only had a little bit of money and I ain't wanna, I ain't wanna offend you like that. But, my only thing with that is, like, if it's a close comedian like you, mm-hmm. like you and, um, like my homegirl Chanel, you know, Chanel Renee, yeah. um, Buddy, you know what I mean? Like Sean Sarvis, uh, uh, you know, Tim Shropshire, you know, people like that. It's like, yo, give me the opportunity to tell you no. You know what I mean? Ask like, me. like, yeah, ask me. Let me, let me tell you, eh, you know what I mean? Um, don't just assume that I won't do it because, you know, just because you, you, because I, I had that for me. Like, yo, it's, it's you, man, whatever. I do it for whatever. Like, people yeah. told me that because it was me. You know what I mean? That's, and that's like what I, what I say to them. Like, oh, come on, man. Just give me the opportunity to say no. Don't, don't think for me. Like, you don't know what I'm going through. I might got a bill for that $150. You know? What I mean? <laughs> like, I need to go make this money. I, you know what yeah. I mean? I might, I might need to put some food on my table this week. Now, $150 go a long way. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, like that, like, my, my close comedians friends, I, I say that too. But like, people that I don't really know, and Cletus, uh, Cassidy too. He's another good yeah, friend definitely. of mine. Um, you know, uh, like, people like y'all can get that off. But like, other comedians, like, Oh man, they only got man, such and such. And I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I do try to be, I do try to be respectful. I yeah. really do because um, when I do have the opportunity to to make that money, I'll be like, yes, yeah. The headliner, give them their what's their fee? Boom, 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 like that. I'm always looking to help other people as much as I can. Yeah, and sometimes, as you, and like you said before, it's therapeutic. Sometimes you just want to be on stage. Like, I've done free shows, like, yo, I, I come, I come there and be like, um, or people have an event and I hit like or I share it and they hit me up, like, yo, you coming through? I'm like, I can. Like, oh, you want some time? Like, yeah, man, let me get on. How much you want? Nah, don't worry about it. I'm, I just, I just got a few jokes I want to test out, you know what I mean? Let me get five minutes. Boom. And, and, and things, and, and, um, you know, any comedians or entertainers that's listening, like, that's how you build relationships. Because a lot of people in the industry, um, if you listen, I, I watched, uh, Vlad TV is on YouTube, um, 
and I was watching the one where Faison Love was there. Like, he got a lot of stories where him and other people that are famous now, when they wasn't famous back then, but they all hung together and they stuck together. Like, he said one in particular story where, remember, the, the uh, him and Chris Tucker was tight. I didn't even know that. Like, they was tight, tight. Like, they, they got locked up together for fighting oh, other people. Great. Yeah, yeah like, they, they tight, tight. And I did, I never knew that. Um, this, and this before Friday, like, um, he was telling the story about how Chris Tucker ain't get Friday. Like, they was, the only reason why Chris Tucker got, uh, the role of Smokey on Friday is because, um, Tommy Davidson never showed up for the, uh, audition. What? Yeah. <laughs> and and he said Faison Love and it was another lady worked with Chris Tucker to to build that character and they went back he he got another opportunity and that's how he got on um uh Friday the movie Friday but here's the thing that that I want to say he he that he said the movie Money Talks with Chris Tucker and Charlie Sheen yeah. Yeah. um remember that part in the jail cell where Faison Love was like hugging him he was like man get off me man he hugged me like he did it like this <laughs> Uh, he said he wasn't even cast for that role. Like they wrote that in because he showed up one day with Chris Tucker. <laughs> that part was not in the movie. It was so not. It's just a matter of showing. It was up. the matter of because he was at the right place at he the right time. There. I was there. It, yeah, he said the I part. <laughs> he said the part was not in the movie, and um, Chris Tucker was a executive producer on the movie. And he knew um, the director. And they they went and he said they went in Chris Tucker's uh, dressing room and figured that part out, that little jail scene part that they did. That's crazy. And I, and, and, and I say all that to say this is, um, you know, it, it builds relationship because you never know. Like still to this day, even though I have really haven't done nothing with Yvonne, like, I, you know, I shoot her a text or an inbox or something. She responds. She hit me up. Like, she told me she got a project coming up, which she do now. Shout out to Yvonne Orgy with, um, with Oprah, who's, um, um, producing a TV show about her life. Um, like, yeah, like she told me about that two years ago and was like, you know, she'll let me know when the auditions come. Um, even though me and her are not tight, tight, but, you know, it's a relationship where she can give me some behind the scenes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, comedians, we can't hate on each other. Like build relationships. We all in this grind together. You know, one person make it like pull pull somebody up. Cause you know when I make it, you know you coming with me. Come on. <laughs> like look, I I got my cousin. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She, she can hold her own. Like look, I'm I, I'm gonna bring you to the table, but you gonna eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so but, I was ready yesterday. Yeah, but you know that's that's just people yeah. like us. That's how we build relationships, but everybody not built that way. Issa Ray is a great example of that yeah. too. Yeah. That's what she said. She's yeah. like people always want to sometimes reach across. Reach across to the people that's at your level. Yeah. You know, you always trying to go up. Yeah, we all want to go up, right? Yeah. But sometimes if you can't build build with who the people around that's around you, you because, and then y'all go all go up because that be, that be the best stuff. Like people, early stuff Tell is me. the best stuff. Like Tyler Perry, his early work is the best stuff when he was yeah. grinding. Yeah, now he a billionaire. You like eh, Tyler? Because now he got <laughs> other writers for him and stuff. Exactly. He got people, yeah. you know, creative team, and, which is good. But I don't have the luxury to have a creative right. team. Right, and um, Adam Sandler is good for that too. If because if you notice. 
he got the same people in his movie. That's his crew. Yeah. Whether they got a big role or a small role, they in that movie some way. And like, you know, that's that's what you know, like I'm trying to build. Like, hey, yo, let's it's go, man. Let's work, you, man. I'm gonna be right there. Yeah, Whether like, even if like, I got a whole yeah. boom mic. Like, this is what you do. And then, like, I'm um, right <laughs> like shout out, shout out to my boy, uh, Derek Gaines. Like, he he's doing this thing out in Cali. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's like you know, you never know when a small part can lead something big. Like, Derek had a part on a TV show. Like, he was telling me this. I had he had a part on a TV show, and um, he went to a comedy club where he really couldn't get no stage time. And then when he got that small part on, on a, a TV show, it opened up. Like they put him right on stage. Oh yeah, yeah, you was on what? Yeah, 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 come up. And it opened up doors. Like now he he was on um in uh Will and Grace when they uh yeah. re redid it. Will and Grace. He had a recurring role on there. Like it leads up to 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 awesome stuff. So like. That's why I'd be like, yo, man, whatever you got, man, do it. You you never know who's going to say it. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. This is also new for me, basically, because I didn't know I was going to have a career in comedy. Yeah, me totally either. Totally came out the blue. Yep. This is nothing I ever aspired to be. Yep. But I knew it was all God because he made the way easy. Mm-hmm. He made the way easy and he opened door. I was sitting in banquets and I'm sitting at head tables with the pastors and yep. influential people. And I'm sitting here like, how in the world did I get here? <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the usher's marching you up to the front, <laughs> bringing yeah, you drinks. I got, <laughs> I got my own usher. I, I got, got my, my arm and bearing. <laughs> I, I get juice. You know, only pastor get juice. I get juice. With the I, get, I, I said, I get and Lord, I'm grateful. I said, I just want to be in your will, Jesus. If your will includes juice. Right. Like comedian Josh Dennison said, I want juice. <laughs> I want juice. Yeah. Uh, so let me, um, we actually, you kind of, we kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, but how has comedy changed during the pandemic? Like, how have you seen comedy change i know for for both of us we've done a lot of zoom shows um but you know just just touch on that how how you um how you think it's just changed well um not being able to be on stage you know um for people who was used to doing it every week it was very very hard Mm -hmm. to me though i took it as a challenge i said in 2020 anyone who is known as a creative whether it's uh, through comedy, plays, you're an author, whatever mm. your creative talent is, if you are truly a creative, you should not be leaving 2020 without any new material. Right. <laughs> you see what I mean? Right. Because now you have plenty enough time to sit down, to write, and to think, mm-hmm. and to get all of your ideas out. So if you at- actually came out of that year with nothing, <laughs> it's like, what was you doing? That's what I said. 2020 is the, was the year of the hustler. <laughs> yes, it yeah. really was. So, case in point, I, now I'm learn, I'm doing these Zoom shows, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, this is a great practice session for television. Mm-hmm. Because now when you're in front of the Zoom camera, you don't hear the applause. Right. You don't hear the laughter at the same 
part, you like, oh, I know that joke hits every time. Mm-hmm. And then you do the joke and you don't hear nothing. And yeah. you like, <laughs> I haven't thought about it like that. That's, that's, you know, you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you can take that same uncomfortable spot moment and learn how to, I practice in the mirror mm-hmm. and I learn to do it in a nice, comfortable pace so that I give the, I, the audience is laughing in my head. And then I proceed with caution so that it, you know what I mean? So that it, it, it seems smooth. Right, right. That I go and I segment my material, you know, to go from one joke to the next so that I'm not looking around like I'm waiting for, you know, an uncomfortable laughter Mm -hmm. or pace. I got my whole set mapped up and Mm. that's what you have to do for TV. If they give you three minutes, you have to be done at the three minute mark. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you don't get that extra time. Right. You see what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. So me, I'm taking it because I really want to be on the Jimmy Fallon show one day. Yeah. I want to be like the first clean comedian on there. I don't know if Sinbad did it or whatever. Yeah. But, and if, if he had, then I'll put the word Christian in there. I was the first Christian. I don't Christian think he, I don't think he did family. Uh, Fallon though. <laughs> I don't think he did Fallon. He, he might, he might have did, uh, Carson or somebody, Leno. You know, so I really want to do that show. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, it's that practice. It's practice. Uh, I'm taking the Zoom, each Zoom show as a practice session mm. for television. Right. You know, so to me, yeah, nice. it has changed, but you have to be ready for change. Mm-hmm. You Got have it. to be prepared, stretch yourself. Yeah. You know, and be, stay relevant with the times. Right. And, um, so yeah, it's a blessing. Go with the flow. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, relevant with the time, um, we know a lot going on, um, in this world, especially the, uh, great U.S. of A. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, you know, with, with the, um, uh, Trump supporters, um, you know, uh, storming the Capitol, uh, on last week. Um, comedy you know uh everything is has um you know the black lives matter movement everything and everything has become political um mm-hmm. including um comedy um so do you think comedy has become too political no nah, never i heard i heard somebody even say if you want to know what's going on in the world go to a comedy show mm, yeah I heard you know that. what i mean because <laughs> comedy Comedy will all, it, it's, it's, um, it's a great stress reliever. It is. From what's going on in the everyday world, yeah. right? You know, you know, you know where I used to get my news from? Where? <laughs> Watching Stephen Colbert. Or is it, see? <laughs> I, I, cause, dope. yeah, like I, I like, I, I watch the news now. Me and my wife, we, we, you know, we getting older, so we, we start watching the news. Um, uh-huh. but before I didn't know what was going on, but Stephen Colbert, me and my, my, my wife used to, uh, watch him every night eating Ben and Jerry ice cream. And, uh, <laughs> I'm like, dad, that happened? Then you gotta look it up. Like, oh yeah, that did happen. <laughs> so yeah. But, I'm uh, telling you, I like watching <laughs> Trevor Noah mm-hmm. and I like yeah. watching Rachel Maddow on yeah. M- MNSDC or whatever, with some, whatever that station's called. Yeah, one of them. One um, of them because they take, they take the, the political mess that's going on. Right. They, break it down into a way that I can understand it mm-hmm. and they make it so funny yeah. and I love it. And I, 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 I want to incorporate that more in my comedy. Like I do it cause I'm, I'm such a, 
uh, I guess a professionist, uh, sort of speak, um, where if I don't feel like it's, it's right or it's Chris I Clark, gonna I'm not going to do it. And right. like, yeah, like I, I do write, uh, political stuff and, uh, today's time stuff. And then if I don't feel like it's right, I won't do it. And then when I feel like I want to do it, it's like, oh, is it too late to do it? Like that was like, uh, last that was month. So last week. <laughs> that was last month, last week. Um, but I know a lot of comedians that can, like they can read the newspaper and come up with some jokes. Like I have done that. I do it like maybe like an opening joke or I sneak it in there in between my jokes. Um, but I, I do want to incorporate that. I think that's a, that's a great talent to have where it's a great skill. Yeah. Skill. It I mean, really yeah. Is. Where you can just read. Cause I remember, um, watching something where Chris Rock said that he said, uh, he said that was in his, um, rider when somebody booked him. Um, and in his hotel, he wanted a newspaper cause he wanted ah. to know, he wanted to know what was going on in that city. And then That's he'd smart. read, yeah, he'd read the newspaper, uh, before the show. And then when the show hit, he talking about that city. Yeah. He talking about that That's city. Smart. Like Cat, Cat Williams used to do the same thing. Like they'd talk about stuff in that city. And you'd be, I'd be like, dad, how they know, uh, what's going on in that city? You're like, dad, it was, they, they read the paper. Then, and then, and then it could be a joke you already have where you just switch it up and, yeah. and, uh, you know, input something from that city or, you know, what's going on. Um, but yeah, that, that I think that is a great skill, great great That's skill to smart. have. Smart, that is yeah. so smart. And I might try to incorporate that. I might can't dedicate a whole thirty minute set to it. Yeah. But I may try to incorporate like two three minutes. Yeah, they to, they yeah to a relevant topic and then go into you know the yeah. set that I already know. And it, and it kind of breaks up your set too. Like if you're doing thirty minutes and you might have ten minutes just on that city. That way you're not even doing your whole set. So if they invite you back, you can do the rest of your set yes, when you come back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. So I much. did that in Connecticut one time. It was so funny. I was talking about, cause you know me, I normally don't talk about the audience, but this particular show, like they deserved it. And I, I think I spent every bit of 15 minutes on them and then did oh, another 30, 40 minutes just on my other stuff. So when they brought me back, I used the stuff that I didn't use. Uh, along with some observational stuff, yeah. <laughs> and it was like a brand new set to them. So <laughs> that's crazy. That yeah. That's dope. So yeah, it works. But yeah, I do, I do want to incorporate that uh, even more in my comedy because that is a great skill. Um, last question. You know, I don't want to keep you too long, but last question. Um, this is fun. Uh, thank you. <laughs> first, first show, season two. Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> um, what can comedy do to bridge the gap between all of this racial and political stuff? Like, how how can comedy, um, in particular your comedy, um, how can it bridge the gap between all the racial and political mess? You know, we got you know the Trump, the Democrats, and the Republicans, Trump supporters, you know Biden Harris supporters. You know, we got the Black Lives Matter, police brutality. Um, so. Um, in my opinion, comedy is needed even the more now. That's why I, uh, when we talked about social, uh, social media comedians, um, internet comedians, um, I really feel like we all need to come together because the world needs us right now. Yeah. But, um, I want to get your opinion on that. What, what, what's your thoughts? I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, 
to me, um, especially through my form of comedy, I want to, um, regardless of my audience, right? Mm -hmm. I want to bring people to a place where forget about your political affiliation, forget about any other titles that you may classify with. But when we're all together, we can classify ourselves as humans mm. and, or we can classify ourselves as children of God. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's it. That's it. Like we're all one. We can laugh on one accord. I just want you to have a good time and all the, that other stuff just gets out of your mind. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. um, we're all one. Like one of my favorite holidays is New Year. New Year's is one of my favorite, not because of the, um, What's those things, those those lies that you tell? That New Year's I mean, resolution. Wait, yeah, not because of the resolution. <laughs> not because of that. It's yeah. because for one day a year, the whole world is on one accord that we are stepping into a new year. Mm. We're all on one accord. We're all in a common place that we, we're all in agreement. Right. We might disagree on everything else, right? <laughs> but that one time a year, yeah, versus the time zones and stuff like that for people who want to be literal and stuff. Right. But for one time a year, we are all on one accord that we mm-hmm. are stepping into a new year. So when I'm on stage or when a comedian is on stage, let's take that 15, 30 minutes, however much you got, mm-hmm. and let's all be on one accord, one mindset. And let's all go to a place of laughter. Let's all go to a place of peace, of fun, mm, you know, where yeah. we're leaving with joy, yeah. leaving better than how you came. Is that how they say, right? Yeah. But you, you have a, now you now have a smile on your face. You right. now maybe are thinking about something different that you didn't think about before that mm. makes you chuckle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that's the kind of, um, effect that I believe comedy should have on the audience, you know, and I think that it's imperative, especially right now. And especially during these times that we have a responsibility to make people laugh. So use your gifts, (laughs) use it wisely. Right. And just stay in your lane and do what God has gifted you to do. That's yeah. And I think it kind of, well, it kind of ties into the other question I have. Comedy come has become too political because a lot of people, and I've heard um, people, some people say it has become too political because um, what you just said, you know, I want to go to a comedy show and forget about all my problems, kind of forget about what goes on in the world. Um, and then when I get to a comedy show, they ranting off about, you know, Yada yada yada. Black Lives Matter, police brutality. Like, you know, I, I want to get away from that right now. Um, so I can kind of understand that. Um, and I know some comedians kind of go, um, in my opinion, too deep. Even like, all right, bro, I'm here to laugh. I ain't here to <laughs> like you. You you get me upset. I'm ready to knock some white people out or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I understand um, it. But yeah, I can kind of understand that. But um, to the point where we where we said earlier about. Um, Knowing what's going on in that city, maybe something that's funny or something you can laugh about, um, things like that. But um, I guess you know, if you you get too deep in it, you know, it's like it's different I, for us anyway. Yeah. Like, because, where's the comedy? <laughs> because of our specialty of comedy, yeah, I'm only gonna go so far in a church anyway. Yeah, 
Yeah. You see what I mean? Because yeah. some it's somehow I didn't know that it was a specialty, but all the rules that you've been raised up in church, mm-hmm. some people ain't familiar with them little rules, right? Yeah. <laughs> so just because you a clean comedian don't mean that you just don't go into a church and not cuss. See, your content has to be clean, too, right? of what you're talking about. Right. So you can't go into a church talking about, yeah, man, so me and my girlfriend was in the bed. <laughs> Yo, I've, I've seen okay? and heard that. They will shut you down. <laughs> do you understand? Yo. And you're sitting there like, what did I do? What I, did I, I didn't even cuss. I didn't even cuss. Yo. That's, but that's, but that's what a lot of, especially secular comedians that try to go clean. Like, I, I'm yeah. all for you trying to go clean because, um, I think now clean is the way to go. Like, the, all the dirty talk, that was, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still funny. I, I ain't gonna lie, I still enjoy it at times. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, to hear it anyway, cause it, I think yeah. it's still, the, I still, I think it's still an art and it's the art of the joke because that's the way you talk. But a lot of the secular comedians think when you go clean, that just means no cussing. That's not what it means. It means your content has to be clean. Like you can't talk about, yeah, like like you said, you can't go into the church. Be like, yeah, me and my girl was in bed the other day. You know, I was I was doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, brother. They will shut you down. The pastor will come up. All right, brother. Yeah, all right. You got enough now. Amen. I I was at yeah, I was at a comedy show. I I wasn't performing, but I was at a comedy show some years back where they was doing that, and it was the first comedian. Was talking dirty and cussed maybe like three times in the church. Pastor shut the show down. The other three comedians didn't even get up. He yeah. shut. He said, "Nope, this nope, this it." Because the promoter, he knew me. He was like, "Man, I should have had you on the show." I was like, "Yeah, but he was the first comedian. Like you'd have had me on the show. I probably would have headlined. Like it would have it would have shut down anyway." I'm yeah, like, "Yo, wouldn't even got to perform." Yeah, that's why I be telling like promoters because like. A lot of times, people who uh, promoters they'll call me and like um, be like, "Yo, put the show together," or you, "I want you and I want like three other comedians. Can you do it?" And I get people that I know that can perform in the church that I ain't got to worry about slipping. Like, there's nowhere in the world I, w- I will uh, book a comedian on my show at a church and he gonna slip, or it's, it's a possibility that he'll slip. Yeah. Like, no, you you gotta be straight clean because there are some very hilarious clean comedians that's why i call you i call buddy um you know god rest his soul my man chris cotton he was one of another yeah. one of my go-to people um like there because some people can do both like um good friend Derek Gaines, he can do both uh-huh. <laughs> you know what i mean i never had to worry about Derek. um just as it's a lot of comedians out there you never have to worry about so that's why i'm like and then it goes goes back to the money thing what we talked about earlier like Everybody want to save a dollar, and you want to get booked this secular comedian because he said he can do clean, and he only charging you fifty dollars, and that's gonna keep more money in your pocket. But now your reputation is screwed because you done brought this guy here, and he's he's mm-hmm. he's, he's he's cussing, and then the pastor done shut your show down, and now we're going around because bad news spread uh, around quicker than good news. Right. So okay. yeah, yeah, don't 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 get this promoter to, to do such and such at your church because he, he don't know how to bring in the proper talent. So, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did. You good. definitely did. And I, um, I definitely appreciate it. So we're gonna wrap up real quick. But before we get out of here, I wanna um, want you to let people know what's next for um, K Mac. 
Like what what what's next for you? What you got going on? Um, and also we want to know um how the people can connect to you, where they can find you, um, and um how to book you. Definitely. Um, during the pandemic, I actually was blessed to start my own television show. Woo! Yay! Hold on, where are your applause? Hold on, let me, hold on. I gotta give my applause on. Wait a minute. Here, here, here we go. Hold on. There we go. Hey! There we go. We got the clan. Hey! Okay, and, and, uh, what is, uh, the name of your show for the people that don't know? The show is called K-Max. Clean Comedy Corner. It airs every fourth Sunday at 6 p.m. That's right. Um, either on YouTube, if you have Comcast, it's on Comcast Channel 190, mm-hmm. or you can uh, watch it on um, another platform called ResurrectionToday.tv. Wow. So there's three platforms where you can watch the show. Uh, Chris Clark was actually my very first guest. Yes, I was. My television show. And How what a great your- show it was. Huh? How was your experience? It was it was awesome. Um, even though I knew it was during the pandemic, I wasn't gonna miss it for the world. Um, but I felt safe. Um, I think the team, your team, um, took very good care of me. Um, made sure I was safe. Um, I wasn't expecting all the makeup and stuff. I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, got, got, got a little makeup artist over here. But um, I, I thought it was awesome. Um, the cameraman. Um, they were funny because they were trying not to laugh during my comedy segment. I know. <laughs> as soon as I got I done, they're like, ah! <laughs> like, yo, that was funny. But, um, yeah, it is, it's a great show. And if you, um, I've shared it. Um, so the people that follow me, I've shared it and I will share it again. Um, and it's also going to be up on my website. Um, so once you click and then you can see the other shows because, um, you have Belinda clear on, um, on for on the, the second show. The second episode yeah. is Belinda and then, um, Josh Dennison. Belinda Clear is episode two. She's a funny comedian. Yeah, Belinda. Shout out to Belinda Clear. Um, and then uh, Josh Dennison's show actually airs January Sunday, January twenty fourth. Oh, okay, so nice. Look out for that. Shout episode. out to Josh Dennison, another good friend of mine. Yeah, of ours. So I was excited say. about that. Yeah. And I have to give a shout out to Sweet Franchise Productions, who is the executive producer on the show. Okay. Um, it was because of her believing in me and and opening up the door for this opportunity never thought that i would have the opportunity to be on television nice and so i have to give her a special special shout out um for that so i'm grateful forever grateful um also anyone who's interested in following me um please feel free to go directly to my website Mm -hmm. which is kmac that's k-m-a-c-k kmac cleancomedy.com uh, you can find me on Instagram at KMAC Clean Comedy, or you can find me on Twitter at KMAC Comedy. So, um, really, if you forget, just Google me. I, you, I'm Googleable. Googleable. So you, can, <laughs> you can put me in on the search, uh, KMAC, comedian KMAC, or however you want to do it, and I will pop up. Something of mine right. will pop up. Yeah, and she, so, she um, does have the Chris Clark stamp of approval. I know she's my cousin, but. Y'all know me. I, I won't put out no nonsense. Um, if you see me on shows um, and I bring a team with me, she's she's right by my side, um, unless she's booked somewhere else. So um, you are getting a great comedian. If you do book her, please book her. Uh, keep her busy. Um, her daughter Carrie is usually with her. Her manager. Yeah, she's my manager. <laughs> she's my her teenage manager. manager. Yeah. Uh, 
So she's very, very lovable, uh, young lady. Um, K Mac, appreciate you having you on the show. I got to bring you on some more shows. Maybe you can co-host with me. I would um, love that. Come yeah, on, because I'm gonna um, I'm gonna get some other um other comedians on some some um I got some um social media influencers that that I, I wanna got be lined like up. that girl angel, so I can be like Bing, yeah Bing, <laughs> yeah, Bing, Bing. yeah. Shout out to Kev on stage, man. I know we don't know Kev each other, stage. we don't we know each you, other, man. but um I know we will cross paths one day. Yeah. But man, I I am an admirer of you. Um, great job what you're doing, opening up a new studio over there in Maybe California. Maybe we can be on his show together called A Family Affair or something. Yeah, we can, we can do that. Kev, reach out to us. Have my Come people on, call Kev, your people. Reach out to us. And, uh, there, you know, we, let's hook it up, baby. Um, he got let's the mobile app. <laughs> Come on, share it, y'all. Yeah, Come he on, got, Kev. he got the mobile app. So if you ain't got it, go get it. Um, get very funny app, guy. Man. Um, I haven't met him, but, um, I do have friends that know him and work close with him. Um, Cletus, Cletus they, was on his yeah, show. Yeah, Cletus, um, Tim Shropshire was on Tim his show was on too. There. Yep. Um, yeah, so. Angel Gaines, I think. Yeah, Angel Gaines, yeah, yeah, Angel Gaines, um, she was on there. She's out of Seattle, right? Angel? Don't give me the line. I, I know she's on the West Coast. I don't know if she's yeah. from California or Washington, but, um, yeah, so, uh, shout out to, um, Kevin on stage for that. Um, but yeah, K Mac, appreciate you. Um, again, you guys can uh, stay connected with me at my website, chrisclarkcomedy.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Um, and also, I'm on social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Chris Clark Comedy. On Twitter, also, um, at Comic Chris Clark. And my YouTube channel, uh, Comedian Chris Clark. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank my special guest, K Mac. Thank my sponsor, uh, Allure by Britt Nicole and Clark's Custom Apparel. Yeah. Uh Thank y'all for listening. God bless you. Peace. Peace.